This is Take Note, episode 175 of our podcast that I do with Adam. I'm Ted. Hello, Adam. Hello, Ted. I'm Adam. Hello, Adam. Ted, you know how you don't like when I ask you what you had for breakfast? Yeah. I learned that that I stole that from, um, it's a common radio thing. You ask somebody what they had for breakfast to like test the levels, and at some point I learned that, and then I forgot it. Then I learned it again and realized I was stealing it. So it's a thing they do on the radio that's too boring for actual radio, so they use it for the sound test. But you use it for live. Once those mics are hot, you you uh, that's when you really start to sizzle. I just, yeah, well, actually, I've just been asking you what you have for breakfast to see if you'll ever ask me what I had for breakfast. <laughs> that's. I think that probably says something about my character. <laughs> no, I think it says something about me i'm sure you've asked me before um, well cha- changing the subject adam what did you have for breakfast it's really none of your business ted <laughs> i wouldn't even be surprised if you've done that to me probably, before and probably. i've walked right in, into it before uh we do in fact ask each other what what do you got that means what have you written down in your notebook lately that might be of interest to the, the listening audience or or to me maybe what do you got? It. We'll see if this one's of interest to you. The gate agent at John Wayne Airport just paged. It's already. Fun. I'm already intrigued. Great. John Wayne Airport. It's uh. It's Orange County, California. It's a great airport. Okay. Gate agent paged. Customer Ho, customer Johnson, and customer Peter. Stop. It's true. Stop. No. I feel like that's uh, that's code. That's that's. California airport code for someone is filming an explicit video in one of the uh, in one of the terminals, and we need to send someone with some tarps and blankets over there to uh, to manage that appropriately. That is unbelievable. It is unbelievable. You know it, what's really weird about what you just said is I was visiting a hotel where we're going to have a meeting, and uh, that was also in uh, Orange County, California. And the contract for the hotel, and I've looked at a lot of hotel contracts before, but this is the first one I ever saw that uh, specifically prohibited the filming of pornographic material. Yeah. Yep. It's a code, Peter. Yep. <laughs> what do you got to? Uh, songs I have cried to after dropping my children off oh. at, uh, at school in the car. A Lake Marie by John Prine. Well, that's a good one. Don't. Don't Carry It All by the Decemberists, and of course, the recently discussed The Lonesome Death of Francis Clark by Michael Mara. I, I bring up this list just because I think it's it's a funny... I was trying to analyze what it is about this time in the morning. It's like, I think it's like, you, I do this mad scramble, you know, wake up at 6 a.m., get the kids going, all of the various psychology that goes into having them ready for school, that both in elementary, uh, in the car, you know, like watching the clock. They got daughter's got to be there by 7 to be on the safety patrol, just all of this. And, you know, I drop them off, I pull out of there, and then I just get to pick whatever music I want. <laughs> and, and the you know, I, I throw something on, and just in that release, that sense of, all right, it happened. It worked. And then simultaneously, and I think this is where the big emotion comes in, I have that same feeling of like, 
oh my gosh, are my children going to be okay? I'm not, I'm not there to to uh, shepherd them through life right now. They're in this big school, and all of those emotions just swirl around, and and here come the waterworks. It may be the song choice too, or the high altitude. Are you, you know, if you're. <laughs> Yeah. People are known to cry during movies on airplanes because of the high altitude. Yeah. Are you, are you coming in high when you drop them off? I do not fly them to school. Okay. Uh, I, I, I drive an SUV. I, an SUV is uh, it is slightly elevated. SUV. I don't know. Brad. I don't know if I can. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I know. Hey. Um, can you? Can we do an experiment? Sure. Tomorrow. After you drop them uh-huh. off, mbop. Yep. I'll see we'll if see. that does it. See if it's you know. See if that that it might honestly at this rate. I, think I don't think it to. takes much. I don't think it takes much. What do you got, Adam? All right. Like all great, what do you got? This one's set at a Jimmy John's. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy John's employee gives me a free soda, offers sure. me free chips. I say no thanks. And then starts venting about his boss not respecting him, hiring a drug-addicted woman to be his supervisor, paying her $15,000 more than him, even though she doesn't show up. And then this woman walks in. He shuts up. <laughs> was he giving away, was he, was he giving you free stuff? Because, yep. like, was a way pissed. to stick it? Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I think I was, I was stuffed after this meal, and I turned down the free chips, and I think yeah. he gave me uh, double meat, too. Or double maybe he didn't up. even realize what he was doing, but I think he was just making that sandwich while he was so angry, he could have given well, me a quadruple meat. It's it's hard to rant and sandwich build simultaneously. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, that's true. That's You know who can do it, though? Sandwich artists. Yeah. Yeah. Well... They've got an, they've got the associate's degree to prove that they've been through the rigorous training. Right. What do you got, Ted? Okay, let's see here. Um, uh, just a couple quick uh, quotations that I wrote down. My wife said uh, one evening as we were just around the house doing stuff, I'm just going to write a quick email about a kickball game. Wrote that down. And then uh, my daughter, she's flipping through a world atlas. She looks at some looks at some country and says, "They're just drowning in mountains over there." <laughs> it's a good. And I got. I'll throw in one more. Um, just had a, uh, a little league base. I'm a little, little league baseball coach this year. Got a. They don't. They didn't give the coaches shirts, so I got a an athletic style shirt, the color of the team, and then a patch of the. The mascot, so I had to get the patch sewn on by a, a, a you know, a, 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 a tailor or a, what do you call, you know, patchman. make adjustments. What? A patchman? A patchman. And, uh, and, uh, so I got it back, looks great, all good. And the, uh, the, there's a little note safety pinned to the shirt, which was like, you know, here's what, here's, here's the job that they need to do. And it said, so on the crust. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, Love it. oh, is it, it's kind of like a crest. This is sort of crest-like. It's like a patch with a big letter on it. So on the crust. What do you got, Adam? All right. I did I did something bad, and I'm, I'm going to oh. tell you about it. I wrote it in my notebook. Is it a code Peter? <laughs> 
No. Okay. Not, not a code. Peter, not a code. Uh, Johnson. I was, I was afraid it might have been a code ho. That might be the sure. issue. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So, at the office, there was a, a new person at reception. Um, I, I should. I always have to. Well, I want to restate. I work at a co-working place. That's why I don't know who the people are around me. So there's a new person <laughs> okay. at the reception. She did not introduce herself. I'd walked past her a few times that day. And she looked like another woman who worked there. And so, you know, the third time I saw her and she said hello, I said, are you and Sarah sisters? She wrote, no, but you're the second person who said that today. Weird. And then she said, thank you for the compliment. And I was already walking away when I just lost all control of myself. I turned around and I said, well, technically not a compliment yeah great yeah. move yeah uh-huh no that was great yeah thanks i know i felt horrible about it. i still feel horrible about it it's the way you made a weird comment she gave you just about the best possible oh, escape that's an interesting point of view out that's of that great. comment yep and you said no, 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 no. I don't need to escape from this. I'm going to double down uh, I mean, and light my own clothes on fire you are, and just let it burn. You are, you're completely right. I have not yeah. been looking at it that way. I've been looking at it as forgetting my initial, are you guys sisters? Uh, that You're right. It's a weird thing to say. Um, yep. Someone else had said it, and my, my coworker, she agreed. She thought they might be sisters, too. But you're right. It was a very weird thing to say. I've not been thinking of it like that. I've been thinking that she she made it weird by saying, no. thank you for the compliment, and that I admittedly made it much weirder. But I, I did not realize until this moment, and I, you're completely right, that I, I started it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I made a rule for myself at one point. No comment. I will, I will never comment on anybody's appearance ever again for all of my days i will not compliment the clothing i will not say oh did you change this i will i i'm out i'm out of the game but i think that's exactly where i got in trouble i think that's why i couldn't couldn't stop myself from saying it and i i feel like um it's almost gonna make me sound like some sort of prude but uh, my concern was that I did not comment on her appearance. I understand that I I did. You're right, because I said yes. that she looked like her sister. But from my point yes. of view, all I said was, you and Sarah look alike. Her name's not Sarah, by the way. Uh, you and Sarah look alike. <laughs> and So you got her name wrong, too? Oh, no, I just decided not to use a real name. In the, yeah. Um, but, but, but then when she said thank you for the compliment... I felt like, I think part of me, without even thinking about it, there was a little red flag, like I've been accused of complimenting her appearance, and I better set things okay. straight. Well, but, yeah, no, you're you're delusional at every turn I'm completely here. Completely in the wrong, and as you said, I set myself on fire. I mean, there's well, no better way to describe what I've done. The... You know, saying asking if someone is sisters with someone is is not unlike... Uh, saying you know you look like a certain celebrity. Yep. I mean right. it's it is a it is a I am I am highlighting your appearance. I am making it the topic of this conversation. And she, who's to say if she cares? Maybe she didn't care, but she gave you an out. Yep. 
She did. The confusion uh, that she looked at me with when I said, technically, not a compliment. Um, she it didn't, wasn't confusion. She didn't it enjoy wasn't my... It wasn't confusion. <laughs> Horror? Oh, we don't need to. That's okay. Let's not. <laughs> I, let's not. Let's not put a word to it. Um, okay. <laughs> I don't. I'm, I think we could very quickly get to a place where I um, could no longer handle the reality of the situation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, like I, said, yeah, I, I did a bad thing. It was a mistake. Let's paddle back to uh, to calmer waters. Um, no, been... I mean there's a great there's a great risk in this world of uh the riff the riffing especially what you're probably walking by right you're yep. kind of yeah I was trying to fill this awkward yeah. it's like a 10 second window um it's it's dangerous out there if you're trying to propose new concepts or make connections <laughs> or concepts. you know draw uh, draw a line between two unre- seemingly unrelated things, like two people who maybe sort of look similar, and you have to, you know, go and propose that there's blood relations. That's there's some risk there. If I, um, if I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna suggest next time we stick to the weather. <laughs> uh, we stick to maybe recent, well, well-known sporting events, things of that nature. Can I ask people if they've ever shoplifted? <laughs> oh, Adam. What have you done this time, Adam? Um, I think if if we're going to just one word, if we're going to describe the challenge that I that I'm having, like the cause of my problems, just in general, not just in this one. Definitely okay. including this one. Concepts. Too many new yeah. concepts. <laughs> yeah well of course and, and i i i don't know if i've told it on the podcast before but I, maybe a long time ago if at all but uh your your anecdote reminds me of one of the great shameful uh anecdotes of my life which uh you, you'll see is related but uh, i was in college and i you know it was winter time or something and i was walking down the hill towards the student center and uh uh gosh let me think of it so i'm i'm the gist of it is these two young ladies are and they were probably younger than me i was probably like an upperclassman they were just trying to live their life having a conversation (laughs) i don't know i didn't ask Ah, should have asked (laughs) missed opportunity and uh they they're walking out and they're in the middle of a conversation and um, one of them says, you know, uh, oh, get a job or something. And then the other says to, they say, the, oh, get a room. And they were riffing off this idea and something possessed me. And I said, get a life. Yeah. Oh. And uh, I think they were like going out the door. And one of them turned and said, F you, like, was like, just swore at me like told me to go jump in a lake more or less and i was so ashamed of myself i was embarrassed but i did i didn't mean i was not actually telling them i was riffing on their game i was trying to like oh here they need to hear from me on this one Mm -hmm. you know it's gonna really brighten up their day but it was i don't think it was dissimilar it was trying to do too much 
yeah. in a short window of time when your brain's like, your voice really needs to be heard right now. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad news. Um, so yeah, anyway. what kind of stationery did you use to write that apology letter? Yeah. I think this was long before my... For a, I probably had a uh, like a Parker pen, you know, someone gave me at high school graduation, and maybe a moleskin by that point. That was possible Brand. in the college college days. Whatever it was, it was stowed away in my messenger bag. I was just thinking about messenger bags the other day. Whatever happened to those? Yeah, I like to. They turn into computer bags. I uh, I don't know. I always wanted a leather one. I always had a canvas one. I had a leather one for a while. Sorry, it was heavy. It was yeah. too heavy. I had a canvas one in college. A real, I really did my research and got like a, you know, like one that like a urban bike messenger would wear. How'd you do that research back in the, uh, in the aughts? Well, you know, you, you, you call up Sears and Roebuck, <laughs> ask them for, you know, <laughs> ask their latest to send annual. You, uh, a house that you can build on your own. Just the parts for a house. <laughs> well, Sears was out of the office that day, so I talked to Roebuck. And he put me, he put me into a messenger bag. Uh, but I have been, you know, I, I was thinking, I, I think we like to try and talk about new things. Um, I've got one new thing to talk about, but what really struck me is I have not that many new things to talk about. I, you know, I've been taking a lot of notes my current you know my field notes this green factory floor edition that occasional co-host number one fan of the show ryan slide gave it's beautiful it's beat up stickers all over it notes everywhere to-do lists uh poetry little league notes um but i'm just using uh whatever pen comes my way i got a couple you know some Ink Joy, some some black wings and some whatever, just the stuff I've got. There's nothing new. There's nothing. Uh, there's no new products that are really informing this. And you know, part of me is like, that's great. I'm like really good with it, with being settled and satisfied, even though it doesn't give us much podcast content. Well, we had, you know, at the very least, we could remember the name of the. Uh, we we had a brief uh, segment on the show. Where we talked about things that weren't new. Talked about things. Oh, yeah. Sticking with it? Do we call them sticking with sticking it? Sticking with it. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Sticking with it. Sticking with it. So that's I'm kinda... pretty much just, I'm sticking with everything. Maybe that's my, I mean, st- I, I know I'm still using the sticking with it I had, which was the uni, uh, Uniball Jetstream. But I think, if anything, I'm sticking with like five. You know, I got this Inkjoy. I got this pentel energel bouncing around i've been very i've been very bouncy um but bouncy with just stuff that's already around me i think you know i haven't ordered anything from jet pens in years um years man by years years you you mean months possibly right that's probably true i am i'm just using the uh mostly the same sort of things i actually made a list i was traveling You, you know i went to john wayne airport and I made a list of what I was carrying with me, and I realized that, um, for the most part, it, there was nothing. There was nothing really that new or exciting. But uh, yeah, I'm doing the same thing, right? I'm just bouncing between a couple of uniballs. Got a Jetstream Point Seven in black and a 
Uniball Signo 207 in blue. The one thing that I brought with me that was unusual and was specifically because I was traveling, um, I needed a pencil because I've been writing marginalia in The Rest is Noise. And, you know, it would be sacrilege to use a pen. So I've got this Kokuyo lead pencil. It might be called a Kokuyo and Pitsu Sharp. And I've got okay. I've got a 1.3 millimeter lead, right? 1.3. big. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I've oh. also got a 0.9 here that's in my hand. It's not what I brought with me to California, and I think that's preferred. Um but, but, yeah, I've been kind of doing the same thing. I've been writing a lot of my notebook, but not really exploring new things, at least not new stationery. I, I am using a, I'm not sure that I mentioned this on the show, I'm using an unexposed, purple unexposed field notes that I found. Nice. It's beat up really nice. Very cool. Well, the, the exception, of course, to the, the declaration I've just made is I did subscribe to the the dapper notes bookhead club uh you you and ryan got me all excited about these these handmade very nice dapper notebooks you know where you get one notebook um, per shipment but it's it's designed and artistic and what i didn't think about um but i thoroughly enjoyed is the big old box of cool designy swag that comes with each one i mean i got this dapper notes pencil and a click pen and stickers and all kinds of cool stuff really great experience this one is the playground edition with a corduroy cover and i really i'm gonna i'm gonna be unoriginal and i'm gonna make it a dream journal i'm just gonna follow your lead completely and use this beautiful book to sit by my bed and uh when i burst awake with tales of roller skating on one of Houston's busiest highways in the middle of the night and getting frustrated that I didn't get a couldn't get a big enough head of steam going I'm gonna write it down in this playground dapper notes notebook so here I am contradicting myself uh, discussing a new notebook that I purchased but man cool cool subscription really almost some of the fun of the old CW pencils boxes mixed with the notebookiness of the field notes really cool stuff nice yeah i'm uh we'll see i think when my field notes subscription i would i think we've set this on the show before i think i might switch over to the dapper notes just out of sheer <laughs> wanting to subscribe to a thing and having too many notebooks just getting fewer <laughs> the perfect yep. sweet spot yep good so you've been writing more and more you said and i feel like i've been writing a lot of my notebook is there uh is there something you you mentioned poetry you write in poetry that that might have been a stretch okay i did a little a little like little creative songwriting it didn't get very far um i've been um you know really trying to i'm always i have a journal in this nanami seven seas writer where i really sit down and just write but i've I've tried to do more of that in my field notes when I don't have that other thing around and not to get hung up on what I'm writing where, you know, oh, this is, I don't really write journal entries in my field notes and just be less picky and stingy about that stuff because at the end of the day, it's just about capturing, you know, things you experience. So I've I've been writing a good amount of that stuff in my field notes. Um, 
did the creative notes for, and I, maybe I'll hype myself a little bit here, but I, I was um, pleased to get the invitation to write the Baseball Prospectus Annual Edition. Uh, nice. That's great. It's um, So Baseball Prospectus is a... Um, Baseball, they do web stuff now, a lot of web stories, but they every year they put out a big tome that um, has has like a preview of the season to come. It's on kind of newsprinty type stuff. It's got a bunch of articles on statistics and analysis. And three, two, one. They do a preview of every team and all the players and what the outlook for the season is. And it's a real, you know, baseball nerd's delight Um but the fun thing about it is they enlist a bunch of writers and basically say, write about whatever you want. The only connection it has to have is that it mentions the team that you're introducing at least once, which is really a fantastic creative prompt. So there's 30 essays introducing each team. Um, and I, I, you know, I wrote one back in 2014 or 2015. So they kind of came back around and asked me again and, uh, and it was fun. I really, I really put my heart into it and tried to make it really good. You know, it's got it's about parenting and and catching and this player Martin Maldonado for the Astros who like played the second half of the season with like a broken hand that nobody know about and her like terrible hitter but amazing catcher and team leader and so um, the team just keeps bringing him back and anyway I kind of waxed on about that stuff but that just uh that published so if you're out there and out in the world and you see that thing on the shelf go just go grab yourself a copy and you'll learn a lot about baseball and a little bit about parenting as a houston <laughs> astros fan which is complicated but um yeah oh, I'm, you know, I'm flipping through and seeing some of the creative notes for that so um yeah good times and i'm just you know, there's times when I'm like, man, I'm moving through this notebook slowly, and this is not one of those times, and that's fun. It doesn't even matter what it is. It's just that satisfaction of working your way through a notebook. Um, and, you know, part of me wonders, like, uh, the less time spent on what you're writing with and on, <laughs> you know, maybe that's energy that goes into actually, you know, flexing your brain and being creative and capturing things and looking around you i find yeah i find the uh the less time you worry about how it looks in your notebook um like the if, if i'm writing really sloppy in my notebook that means that uh that means that i'm doing something like good that i'm writing in my notebook a lot and then i'm putting ideas together like i i just have a string of a bunch of sloppy little jottings that are from multiple walks um, and it, and it can, you, you know, it can be some dumb stuff, right? It could be some really, you know, it could be some like, just, uh, there's nothing special about it. Like, um, yeah. just, I walked around my building the other day, my office building, and it all looked different to me. Um, and, I, and, but I, and I had to note that, and it's kind of a ridiculous thing to note, uh, but <laughs> I don't know. I like to, I, I like to notice these things and I do like to reflect on it. And like, I have to literally, I mean, it's, you, I can barely read it in the last f- five <laughs> words are, am I high question mark? I'm not, 
you know. Um, but I, I do find that if it's if there's messy stuff in there, it means I'm writing a lot. It means I'm like I don't hesitate to take out my pen while I'm walking, and jot yeah. something down. Um, yeah. So well, I even when we're even when we're looking, you know, when I'm looking for what do you got? If I have twelve pages from which to draw that out, it's a much better feeling than if. Oh, there was only one idea, you know, that that I bothered to to scratch out this week. You know, you're totally right. Like, it doesn't matter if it's an ocean of mediocrity. I mean, that's that's where you draw the stuff that even speaks to you is is from out of that ocean. And if you're not if you're not seeding it, if you're not, uh, you know. Feed, feeding the the overall body, you're not going to have the like good stuff that really sings. Yeah. The, the the more you notice, the more you notice, right? Man. Um. So I've been there's two things I've been doing lately in my notebook, um, and one I, I wrote about briefly in our newsletter, um, and and they're both just so, um, I don't know, they're both just embarrassing, but um. <laughs> <laughs> I have been I have been noting almost every day the humidity, the air pressure, and the wind speed, and I've been doing this because uh, in the in the rest is noise the book that eventually we're going to talk about on the show. I uh, I noticed, and I mentioned this in the newsletter. I might have mentioned it in the podcast before. Uh, Schoenberg would write down would would note the clouds because he thought it might. Um, indicate German success in uh, World War One. He was he was crazy. I think at this time this wasn't like it wasn't like how it was actually going to affect the battles. He thought that he could like read the future in the clouds, and like I, I just caught myself rejecting it so completely, which I deserved to. But then I then like as I rejected it, I realized that I really just I don't pay any attention to the weather. I don't know what a lot of those numbers mean anyway. So so I decided to write it down with the idea that like maybe, maybe I will notice things about the weather. Um, which, you know, the other day I noticed that a wind vane wasn't pointed in the right direction and it got me because I knew which way the wind was going because I had checked. Um, you you don't need a, a weather vane to know which way the wind blows. Um, Man, yeah. that's heavy. Yeah. Um, but, but, but the real point of doing it is to just make myself open a notebook. Right, like if I'm gonna do this stupid thing, then I'm not yeah. gonna not even that it's stupid, but just uh, I I'm not gonna I know I'm not gonna stick with it for the long haul, but I like just giving myself a reason to open a notebook. So that's like the the thing that I as I do it, I think this is silly, but I'm I'm gonna do it again. Um, well, and, as you're discussing this, I'm remembering one of the great pandemic projects of the internet, which was David Lynch doing a short video every day noting the temperature and cloud yeah. cover yeah. in Los Angeles yeah. looking out his window, right? Yeah, I wasn't even thinking of that, yeah. No, I didn't think of it either. I mean, last time you brought this up, I didn't think of it. Um, but did I watch 40, 50 of those? I did. And did I always think, oh, his hair looks a little jauntier today or oh he did, <laughs> isn't wearing his sunglasses and then he started some little thing where he would uh he would just pull a numbered ball out of a jar yeah number of the and day. uh 
and he'd say, the number is four. <laughs> and people in the comments started to grow. It was like it was never seven or something like that. And then, and people just got absolutely fixated. They were like, T today it's seven. It's got to be seven. This has got to be the day. And then it'd be, it wouldn't be seven. And then it just took on this. Um, now, I think there was one guy that would come in and comment and say, like, come on, seven. Like, just very benignly. And people started noticing that. And they started rooting for the guy. And then the day that it was seven, the guy didn't comment, didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how perfect is that? Yeah. But it's it's very much, I think, what you're saying, which is just just open the conduit, you know? Yeah. It doesn't really matter what, it doesn't matter why you're opening it, or it's just, a, it's open it, get it yeah. going. I, I, you know, I will probably learn something, but even if I don't, yeah, it is just a way to just start writing something, to have some reason to open it. And then, so the other thing I've been doing that's, uh, I don't know, kind of just ridiculous, too, is I've mentioned uh, the FIP station on the Radio France app. They've also, which is how I accumulated many of the songs for the last uh, little playlist that I shared at the end of the year. But there's another one for when FIP gets too weird. FIP's pretty weird a lot of times. That uh, that I listened to on the Radio France app, it's uh, La Bio, which is uh, the box office. It's music from films, and and I found it's just a great way to um, like f flood the zone with all sorts of movies that you didn't know existed. And there, it's not like they're. I mean, the, all sorts of movies with movie stars that you've heard of that you just didn't know existed and just tons of them uh even uh, it's also just a way of uh, introducing you to films in a completely different sort of you know yeah. it's not about directors or anything it's just about the music in the films um and then yeah. you just can start to think like this music's so good i want to see every film with this composer um, which, you know, I don't actually get around to doing, but in the intense there, uh, today I learned that, um, John Malkovich made a film in which he, uh, starred as Gustav Klimt 17 years ago, which I had no idea. Wow. And then they do this thing. Uh, I mean, I know this is the thing with FIP where all eat the next song is somehow related to the previous song. And maybe, I guess maybe it's true of this too. Uh, they followed it with the music from a French biopic of Rodin. Um, both films, by the way, equally horrible reviews because I looked them both up. <laughs> Malkovich's Klimt and uh, this this French uh, Rodin, and of of course, like it doesn't, you know. I also just want to say, like, I'm amused that they have horrible reviews, but they might be great movies despite that. Um, and then, so you know, you're just like generally aware of this, and then I think it was a song after that, but it could have been a, good, a few songs later. The the Kevin Costner JFK movie and the music was so great. Um, huh. yeah, yeah, makes you just want to just, it, it's always, that's always opening the door. And I just like, I really like jotting down, you know, names of movies I might want to see names of books I might want to see. And the lists are ridiculous. Like there are, there, I can't attain uh, the, uh, this optimistic goal of I'm going to watch Rodin and Klimt and hey maybe I'll watch JFK again for the first time since I was 12 <laughs> um, you know I realized I've watched uh, the uh, the Seinfeld episode The Boyfriend which has the JFK parody in it with Keith Hernandez so many more times than I've seen the JFK movie 
Um, but you, you know, you're not going to tame that, but it, it does just like, it, it opens up the door to something to write about and it opens up this, like, I'm going to watch more movies. I've definitely watched more movies because of listening to La Bio and I probably haven't watched any of the movies that, that I've like, oh, this sounds great. I'll watch this. It's just, um, oh, I'll watch so, this. Well, I'm not going to get to this, but ooh, I want to watch movies. You're saying you haven't seen Cocaine Bear yet is what you're telling me. I haven't seen, no, I haven't seen Cocaine Bear yet, but um, <laughs> on Sounds of Cinema, which is a BBC show on uh, on music, they did a whole episode about um, uh, about animals and animal movies um, and ba- it's with Cocaine Bear as the starting point. Sorry, you you made a great joke, and I had to, I had to snob it up a little. <laughs> no, I I I read the New Yorker review of it, so I'm already I'm already up there with you in snob lane. But I I the obligatory snakes on a plane reference was made, so I was <laughs> able right. to uh, I was able to complete the review in a state of peace <laughs> nice. and calm. Nice. Had it not been mentioned, I don't think I would have been able to sit still. But uh, hey, let's do this again next week, Adam. What do you say? I uh, while we were recording the episode, I wrote down a list of songs Ted cried to during the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just you, you shared the songs you cried to, and I jotted them down. Just in the same in the same sense of we're we're okay, just writing everything down. Or right you now. were being sincere. You were yeah, being sincere. I thought you were going to cut me down. Or, or no, no. Okay. Just just John things well, out. I love the Decemberists, and I sometimes I forget it. If you love the Decemberists and you listen to the show, go back and listen to them again. It might have been a while. They're great. Um, you should also go to our website, takenote.space. There is additional reflections and content over there that you can hopefully enjoy. If you would like to support the show financially, It'd be really cool. We, it's not like we charge anything for these. I mean, well, we charge uh, Ryan Sly his uh, appearance fee to, to join us. On. That's not true. He's a guest. Um, it's a free podcast. And uh, if you want to support us, head over to patreon.com slash take note. Uh, last year, we sent out a cool book that we made at the end of the year. Who knows? Maybe we'll do that again. Probably it was like the funnest thing ever. Yeah, I think um, we promised to. Did we? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well then, hey, if you support the show, you will. Uh, you'll get this year's book in December, uh, guaranteed to amuse and amaze. Um, and uh, we would. And the, to those who support the show already, amazing. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. it just keeps us charging ahead. Uh, so in the meantime. Take care.